Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we are at the Marion Julia Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Tomorrow would be Thursday, which means we are on the road. We're doing a Santa stop, collecting uh, toys and gifts for the Ronald McDonald House, as we've been doing for the last, I think it's 11 years now. Yeah. And we will be at Hammernecks Interior Solutions. And that is on Rice Street in St. Paul. I have never been there. It's so. our first time there broadcasting. But you've been in the store. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People yeah, are yeah. going to love it. Yeah. yeah. We're okay. excited to see everybody. Yeah. All right. Very good. I know. Okay. Okay. So, Julia Roberts stopped by Stephen Colbert. What he is was she doing? Fangirling now. Well, the movie is called Ben is Back. With oh, yeah. Lucas this is supposed Hedges. to be good. Yeah. And the headline from ABC is Julia Roberts is unforgettable and Ben is back. She is, uh, they're pretty, she lays down the law to her 19 year old son, played by Lucas Hedges, a recovering drug addict who's shown up for Christmas. Unexpectedly, she says, You have one day. You are mine for 24 hours. You're all mine. Got it? Mm. And, um, yeah, I guess you better bring a box of Kleenex. They said this is a real tearjerker, and it's written, directed by Peter Hedges, starring his son. So, Julia Roberts stopped by Colbert. He was fangirling. All over the place because he'd never had her on. Well, she's so gorgeous, too. and she came out dressed like a like a. She said, "I'm dressed like Yuletide cheer, kind of look like a like glitzy wrapping paper." It did, didn't it? Yes, and then a, black. That's exactly what I thought. Didn't of, she like, have like a black. the foil wrapping yeah, yeah. paper that melds into red, mm-hmm. green, and anyway, I mean, you know, testament to her gorgeousness that she could make that sack of a dress look amazing. And then she wore a purple, like, iridescent Doc Martens. Well, here she talks okay. about, uh, this is when she first comes on. Okay. okay. I've never had a chance to interview before. No. Yeah. Though this is friendly confines for you. I think you were on with Dave for like 25 times or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean. Somebody counted. It's Well, maybe that's why I'm crying. Because I can oh. feel the spirit of all those oh. sweet conversations and mm-hmm. all that smooching we did. <laughs> Let's keep this professional. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love your dress. That's Thank so beautiful. Thank you. It's my Yuletide cheer. Yeah. You were wearing something different when I came backstage to say hi earlier, but you also looked great in that outfit. Well, thank you kindly. How often, how often do you change a day? <laughs> um, my clothes? Yes. Okay. Your clothes. Not my mood. No. Uh, that could be several. Mm. Um, on a press day, well, today I've changed my clothes a number of times, but normally I just get dressed the once. (laughs) (laughs) You get it right first thing in the morning? Or wrong, but I stick with it. All right, good. Good for you. 
So, and she's like, on she's the press day, saying, I got to yes. change four or five times, you know. And he missed some opportunities there. Like I said, he seemed starstruck yeah. that she was on with well, him. Well, he missed some serious opportunities. Like, I, you know, we kissed and stuff. I'm like, well, what, why well, would we change the this, tradition? She did have a rapport with David Letterman, and he kind of grew up with her. And there, you can't just go in and but ask boy, Julia Roberts for a kiss. Well, he no. just, well, I would say, well, why Why would we change that now? I mean, I'm just thinking of everything yeah. else he could have said. He's, he must have been starstruck. Julia Roberts, yeah, and he was yeah. fangirling out about her. And over on Jimmy Kimmel, he had the tan... Heavily bearded Justin Thoreau doing. He's good looking, Laurie. I uh, yeah. can't help it. Oh, he looks better with a beard. Right. It has taken away mm. from his feminine whippet like face Lori? that we saw at the SAG Awards when he was clean shaven. Oh, but I thought and he we, looked hot. I know, but uh, he was. I thought he looked He was hot. so feminine looking. Like I, it doesn't matter to me. I thought he's hot. He looks better with a beard. All right, fine. He he's got hot. the memo. The beard memo. He's getting more twenty six year olds now. Yes, he. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he got the money from the 40-year-old, and now he's going to the 26-year-old. Okay, so here she is talking about the the movie Ben is Back and uh, some persuading that she did with the director. Okay. I understand that you were an early supporter of him getting the part of of your son. I was, yes, because he's a great actor. Yeah. And it's a great part, and I just thought it was a match. And I think I assumed, because his father wrote it and directed it and directed it that having written a part a great part for a 19 year old young man that his brilliant acting 19 year old son would perhaps play that part Mm -hmm. but that was not to be assumed and so i had to do a little bit of nudging I understand you were okay with the, you were comfortable with the idea of a redheaded son already i have a redheaded son (laughs) he does that'll do it They'll she do does. It. And then they yeah. showed the photo of the two of them from the set. And I guess she had him, you know, over for Thanksgiving dinner. And like he came and spent like a couple of weeks with her and her kids because she wanted, because she plays his mom. Yeah, she wanted to get a bond going and, and feel comfortable. Yeah. And I guess he had been on, Lucas Hedges had been on Colbert the night before. And Colbert played the clip where he talked about having Thanksgiving dinner at Julia Roberts' house mm-hmm. with Danny Motor in Malibu. And he said, yeah, it was great. The, chick- the, the turkey was a little dry. And I mean, the expression <laughs> okay. on her face, she was like, what? <laughs> okay, that's really funny. I know it. I know That's it. funny. Yeah, it was cute. And I guess the director, Peter Hedges, said he wrote the movie to explore opioid addiction because it's affected his family. Yep. And the key message he wanted to get across in Ben is Back is that youth addiction can wreak havoc on any family, regardless of class, race, geography, or anything else. Here, it's in leafy, upper-middle-class West Chester County, New York. Right. You know? Right. And But it could be anywhere USA, and she's, you know, playing... It's kind of interesting, Larry, because you were even talking about the wisdom teeth and what... Prescriptions came out, yeah. Yeah, come when yeah, your I kids get their the wit, teenage kids get their wisdom teeth out. And I remember this vividly. I didn't get mine taken out till I was 30 years oh, that's old. That's too old. Oh my God. I didn't, they didn't, didn't need come them? in. Oh, well, they, like your breasts, everything came in late. We're still waiting for several wow. things to be delivered for the Maybe in the new year. Yeah, well. Maybe in the new year, but it's One thing about your boobs coming in lightly and smally. They, in a small, they, you don't ever stay. have to. They stay, they they stay, stay upright. Right. They stay upright. <laughs> That's right. They're they're forever youthful and nubile. There you go. Okay. Let's play one more cut okay. from Julia Roberts. 
Do you use him as a spy for them? Like, find out what's going on with my kids. Or, or no, help I me just, relate to my children. Oh, no, no. No? I just walk right in and say, what is going on with you guys? Mm -hmm. And they give you honest answers? They do, actually. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's a lovely relationship. It is. Yeah. I'm just, it's not, it's not always common for, for teenage, teenagers, I, I assume. I think it's, there, I have teenagers, but I think it's, I think we don't give teenagers enough credit, mm -hmm. frankly. Or too much. They get a bad rap. <laughs> really? Much. Yeah, there's one teenager here. Yes. Did you hear that? One clap. No, I think teenagers are great, but I think sometimes they won't share with us their, like, it's, especially boys. It's hard to get boys to share their feelings with you. That's not my experience. Okay. Look at that. And she's lucky. She's lucky. And Peter Hedges, by the way, he wrote What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, gosh. Oh, All those years ago, Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. And um, so anyway, she's getting rave reviews. Lucas Hedges is getting rave reviews. And uh, so we have two movies about addiction that are getting rave reviews. The My Beautiful Boy, Timothy yeah. Chalamet yes. is in that one. Yes. And then Ben is back. So with the bees. Very heavy wow. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the movie comes out. Is it this weekend or next weekend? I can't remember. Um, they said it last night in the show. But anyway, you know, Colbert was eating out of Julia's hand oh, by the end of the interview. He totally. quite liked her. She's quite charming. Yes. Yeah, she was good. Now, mm -hmm. I'm very... It is out this Friday. Is it this Friday Thanks, that it's out? Okay. And then, um, you know, when um, World War Branch broke out, when they broke up, it was just, you know, holy hell for two years. Um, and then they, well, it was holy hell for like six months and then they agreed to shut it down. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Go with the judge and all that. It remained that way, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the blast has a story today, but I, I laughed out loud at the headline, Brad Pitt got what he wanted, which is less than 50% custody of the kids. Mm. He still has to, it's going to be, I, I, it's, it's interesting. There, there's no more leaking. It's almost like Angelina's right. lawyer put the fear of God into Brad Pitt's team, like mm -hmm. stop with the leaking. Mm -hmm. And so it's got, it's tied in also with the financial. Oh, I know. Stuff. I know. What's going on, but um, he, it's really the four kids. The younger ones, yeah. Because Pax is on Team Maddox, who right now he's going through his bitter son thing, being mm -hmm. of the age that he was when his mom and dad Got divorced. Got 15, divorced. And, 16, yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you feel very protective maybe over one parent over mm -hmm. the other. So Pax is on Team Maddox. So it really is the custody is affecting the... the Shiloh. Yeah, the four younger kids. Vivian. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's going to get less than 50%, but it will gradually increase in stages. And this is after months of evaluation. How do you read that? Well, I read it like they haven't been around him for a long time without anyone around him. They haven't. So, so they're, they're do just going to ease back into having their dad. Yeah. I yeah. think it'd be uncomfortable for everybody yeah. at this point because it's right. been so damn long. I know. Well, I kind of was uh, looking at what people were saying about it. and um, what it, do people It's 50-50. People think, uh, half of the people think Brad and his team has been lying and sugarcoating and um, then other people thought that she was too public in the beginning, and then the courts told them to stop. And I just think, you know, it's I, been I messy since away. day one. It has. I want it all to go away, and I and I wish the kids the best. Yeah, I wish and them some all. people. Then the other thing is, Angelino is about protecting his kids. The kids, Brad was more about protecting his images because image. Because why did he have to do so much smearing of the mother of his children? 
yeah. with it, not coming from him. Sources close. Sure. You know that old PR game. Sure. That old thing. Yeah. That'll rig. If you're just joining us, Lori and I are not hosting the Oscars. No, thank goodness. Yeah, it's big news today. I know, it's big news. It's the cover of the Star Tribune. Wait, let me read the story. Breaking news. Breaking news. Kevin Kevin Hart Hart is doing it. Lori and Julia, they came to us. No. It was at the 11th hour. It's too late. We posted Ellen DeGeneres. She's apparently done a comedy special for Netflix Netflix called Relatable. As everyone has. I know. She she got the money. but first in a long time. Long time. She's done one since 2003 yeah. so we keeping you awake there just for a second Get, well in case somebody heard the intake of no one could hear it no I actually thanks for bringing it up yeah no I heard it I just thought everyone else did because <laughs> no. it was just such a you know you were waking your brain up isn't that what we heard uh-huh. it yes. needed oxygen yeah so it anyway so look at, at that very moment look at that and if you want to know what the most tweeted about TV shows were SNL, Roseanne, Grey's Anatomy, The Walking Dead, Big Brother, and The Voice are the All top right. five. Also, the Pirelli calendar, great photos. I posted that. Oh, did you look at those? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't poke, post the coffin, the naked. No, coffin. no. Yeah, that wouldn't have been <laughs> too nude. But, no. but Pirelli, they're wearing. Who's uh, any famous? Yeah, there is a famous quite a few. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gigi Hadid, I think, is the first. one. I think one. it paid a lot of money to pose with attire. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, why don't you do a campaign for that? Because that's not something that's going to happen. Okay, fine. <laughs> not that the yeah. other thing was going to happen either, but you know, good yeah. dream. All right, listen, we come back. We got Holly in the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly Roberts is here giving us our Wednesday Dirt Alert. What's happening, girl? Happy Hump Day. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a celebrity. You're welcome. We're going to talk about a celebrity breakup first. Cardi B announced that she and her husband Offset are splitting. Now, interesting that this announcement comes two days after alleged texts imply that Offset was cheating. So again, these, well, he's again. busy. He yes, he is busy, he's Julia, busy. and he's not just busy with his big music career. So these text messages that were leaked. <laughs> well, he's with Migos. I know. Yes, he, Migos. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, Migos. The way you said yeah, it, he's not just busy with his big music career That's and playing right. other things. That is right. All right. So his alleged text messages, <laughs> I mean, leaked showing that he was looking for a threesome, but not with Cardi B. He's always wanting, he's always having threesomes. The two sisters, the, he's mm-hmm. always got to have side chicks. And she for real married him. Yes, I she know did. she did. In the living room of a cousin, or I don't remember yeah. whose living room, but it was very and quiet. They have a child together. Yes, so they she's do. She's going to have to pay her money. Yeah, so uh, she has six month old culture with Car- er, with uh-huh. um, Offset. She's almost six months old. She was born on June 28th. Um, oh, no, wait. She was born in July. So the, she has a baby with Offset. So this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. These texts uh, reveal that Offset allegedly sent a woman who goes by the name Summer Bunny, that's B-U-N-N-I, asking her to look hook up in a menage a trois with another woman who goes by the name Cuban Doll. So Cardi was not invited to the party. This is like the two sister yes. bartenders that Cardi, I mean, she's just had with him, but I, yeah, she, I why did so. she say it's nobody's fault? We just grew out of love or not together anymore. She's trying to play nice while she uh-huh. hires a divorce attorney because this is going to get messy. This is going to get really messy. Exactly. I really think it is. Well, I I think so too. You know, she's at the height of her career right now on fire, she just making write a lot a of check. money. Yeah. yeah, that would just be the smart thing to be done. Be done with yep. Yeah, exactly. Now, but she did seem crazy about him. Like they Well, I'm sure she was. Yeah, and I'm sure but that he can't off- stop with the menage a trois. Right. Yeah, that's her. too bad. That will make a lot of ladies <laughs> yep. pissed off. No menage a trois without you. Sorry, you it don't get to participate. Yeah. Summer Bunny and Cuban Doll. Yes, Cardi B. No, but you're right. He'll probably, or she'll just probably write a check to him. And I'm sure that she was crazy about Offset. He's in arguably one of the biggest hip-hop groups on the planet. Yeah. And he's talented. And I'm sure right. that they had amazing times together. Yeah. And, you know, but it just wasn't meant to be. No, because isn't she like 25? Yeah, they're both super young. Yeah. So they'll find okay. love again. Uh, Vanderpump Rules. Now, do you guys watch Vanderpump Rules at all? I dip in no. and out of that silliness. Well, it, it's even getting sillier because Kristen from Vanderpump Rules, she's slamming the Hills reboot. She says, I think the Hills reboot is such a joke. I know it's very fake. Saying oh, the star oh, of Vanderpump, Vanderpump okay. Rules at oh, one wow. of the first reality right. shows that, to catch on, making paving the way ultimately for Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah. So she says that they're just copying Vanderpump Rules, and then she's shading Misha Bartman or Barton, excuse me. So Mishka Barton mm-hmm. is joining a reality show that's based off a character off a scripted television show. I can't, I can't get into it at well, all. She's gonna go crazy when Lindsay Lohan's. Beach oh, I Club know, thing, I know. That yep. one is really. Really, uh, it just set in Greece. That one is like the boss lady, Lindsay yeah. Lohan and her staff. That's a direct, hey, let's do Vanderpump Rules and Mykonos. Oh, of course. Yeah. That, that's a fantastic premise. I mean, yeah. it's a sexier location. <laughs> it is a sexier <laughs> location. It, it really People is. People are more scantily clad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Prettier, younger, mm-hmm. tanner. Ooh, Ooh, you're throwing some shade Ooh. at the I'm pump sorry. people. I don't even know the pumps. Well, it's at Pump is where Vanderpump rules. That's the staff at oh. Pump, her restaurant. Yeah, I know. Not the one we've been into no, in Beverly Hills, the one in WeHo. Uh, oh, Sir, Sir. No, we've been. Yeah, there's Sir, and then there's Pump, and there's the original one. Yeah, but that's not where Vanderpump oh, I know. rules is. But neither of us can think. Thank you. I was ah. waiting to see who would get the name first. But we got it eventually. Way to go, Laurie. Mm-hmm. Yes, good job, Sandra Oh and Andy Samberg hosting the Golden Globes on January sixth. I guess you know what I, I like, like it. it because Killing Eve was one of the best TV shows of this year. It really was. Yeah, and on the BBC, on the BBC, and which yeah. must be owned by NBC somehow, indirectly, no. some way. Is it? Uh, yeah, is there a connection? I, might, yep. I think that there is a relationship between BBC America and Comcast, who oh, owns okay. NBC Universal. Everyone, you know, remember how there were never going to be media monopolies? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's happening. Yeah, well, and it's Sarah already o- happened. 
she, I feel like she can do anything. Yeah. I mean, she's so gifted. Well, we'll I find think, out. I think she's going to nail it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting to see, and I'm looking forward to seeing her. The hosting cynical an part show. of me says that you know the that the Golden Globes people were like, okay, we need a woman, and we need a woman that we haven't seen for a while. Who's got some diversity, you know, and maybe some people turned it down. And sure, I think it's probably more Julia, in as much yeah. as corporate synergy is happening. Andy Samberg, yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine, moved from Fox to NBC, and this is how award shows go. Yeah. A lot of times they that's use true. the company guys, yeah, and they're just true. like, you see this with there. all the music things and all the, the other Emmys. ones. We're just now seeing it with the bigger yeah, ones, exactly. Yep. And we've seen this with the Oscars too. Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Oscars conveniently on ABC, see, yeah. so it's happening. And nominees are going to be announced tomorrow morning, so that. Will be exciting and we'll probably do for a little, the golden globes for the yeah. golden globes a little yeah. breakdown uh jennifer aniston addressing dolly parton talking on the tonight show last week saying that do- her husband wouldn't really mind uh doing a little uh, menage a trois a little uh a, threesome. Also, a little threesome but what did she say he gets up to pee but he can hardly get it up to pee i don't know how he can get it up for three or something like that <laughs> oh, it was so, she's so funny <laughs> i don't remember she's the something like that yeah. but i yes. think he likes that jennifer aniston so what did aniston say okay well what dolly parton said she said last week on the tonight show my husband is crazy about her jennifer aniston and he was more excited that i was going to do a movie with her that movie being dumplin than her than i got the chance to write all the music he said she went on to say i think he fantasizes like a threesome jennifer aniston told usa today my mouth just dropped and then i laughed my butt off that's dolly oh that's sweet that that's on netflix on uh friday Friday. yeah i'm looking forward to it did anyone watch the bird box yet with sandra bullock it's not on yet it's not on i love love your false information you have given this out. I'm th- looking it out. Yeah. Really? I, I think it I came s- out when you were on vacation, Donnie. I think oh. it's not out until the end of the year. Oh, are yeah, you sure? I think it's out. I'm pretty right. sure because it looks fantastic. Okay. And based on a book. At December 21st. Laura. Okay. You're so... All right, mm-hmm. there you go. All right, mark your calendars, mm-hmm. folks. You, that was a pick last Friday for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> People, like we said, really? 50% might be true, 50% might not. Here's the great thing. We have the World Wide Web to That's verify right. ourselves. Right. Look it Isn't that the truth? We're just giving you suggestions. That's right, <laughs> Julia. That, that sometimes people print the wrong stuff in their stories. because we, we You're get right, that We get that, too. Where it's printed and something yes, they go, right. it's opening and we're like, what? Wait oh, a second. Yeah. And you got to double check it. Whatever happened to fact checkers and copy editors? Because there are big errors There's in major so publications all the time. time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ariana Grande, speaking of major publications, okay, she's on the she cover of Billboard magazine. She's their woman of the year. And she's talking about why she dates only famous men. She says, this is how I meet people. I can't just like meet someone at a bar. She That's said, so I true. live a fast and full out life. I make mistakes. I learn from them. I'm grateful no matter what happens. So tying right into her song. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. I'm grateful. She said, I'm grateful. All right. Not breaking the internet with that one. Though. Not breaking the internet <laughs> no, with that no, one. No. Well, listen, we come back. Uh, we're going to do Vintage Scandal. And if you saw my dinner with Hervé, which was I on watched a- that last night. Okay, well, the, I'm going to tell you the tragic, beautiful, true oh. story behind this movie about Hervé Velichez. You're going to want to wa- watch, gonna watch this, this oh, because yeah. after watching the movie, I spent all last night hey, Googling oh, Hervé Velichez. When did you see it? So that's our Vintage yeah. Scandal. And then there was a scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so thanks, Donnie. So here, here's the scandal. So, um, Hervé Villachez, okay. who people know from 
if you're of a certain age, Fantasy Island, okay. or that maybe has been in reruns in 1993. And also, he was known for playing in 1970s for the evil henchman, Nick Knack, and the man with the golden gun. Right. Bond movie. And he's a small person. Yes. Little person. Yes. Okay. And uh, so this HBO, I haven't watched the documentary about it, but I was piqued at this story in People magazine, and I did a little bit more research about how this story called My Dinner with Hervé came about and became a movie. And so um, Peter Dinklage is playing uh, uh, Hervé Villachez, and um, the director of this, um, he was a journalist, his name is Sasha Gervase. He was working as a journalist in London in 1993 when he got what he said was the strangest and most meaningful assignment of his life, an interview with Hervé Villachez. Okay. He was supposed to crank out a 500-word, where-are-they-now style blurb sure. about Hervé, okay. who was born in France. Yes, He's French. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, uh, it, but it had been a decade since Hervé Villachez was fired from his high-profile job on t- the TV show Fantasy Island. I didn't know he was fired. Me yes, either. and the offers had dried up. Mm-hmm. So, this Serge did not expect much from the interview. He flew to L.A., met with Villachez for what was supposed to be a quick conversation at a West Hollywood restaurant. Serge ran through his questions, collected a few quotes, packed up his recorder in his notebook, eager to get to a more exciting interview on his itinerary. But Villachez, every Villachez, was not done talking. He said, I saw some rapid movement out of the corner of my eye, and all of a sudden... Um, Sarah J turns around, his bag was packed up, and Hervé was standing there pointing a lock knife at my throat. Stop. He said, listen. Where were they? They were at a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, he said, listen, you've written the story before you got here. You just wanted tattoo stories and the man with the golden gun stories. So I've told you all the BS. Do you want to hear the real story of my life? Wow. And he had not given Hervé Velichez's story much thought. but right. He said there was something about the look in his eye, which was so intriguing and compelling and strange. When he pulled the the knife, I knew it was sort of a coup de theater to, to great my attention but it was also to make the point to puncture my bubble of judgment that i walked in with and all of a sudden i realized okay this guy knows he's been stereotyped by the press as a punchline and he wants my attention so he was intrigued and met three more times with him in a five-day span to get his story and villachez's dad was a doctor in paris and after discovering his son had Disproportion or proportionate dwarfism. Mm-hmm. He took Hervé to medical clinics, the Mayo, mm. England, in Germany, hoping to cure him. And at a young age, Hervé was subjected to barbaric treatments. He had sheep's marrow injected into his spine. He did not grow taller than three foot ten, even though his dad was flying him all over trying to get him to be taller. Right. He said there was almost a medieval intolerance for people that were different at that time. And it's 1950s France when Hervé is growing up. And he would, his brother Patrick told me that Hervé would walk down the street and be kicked in the head just for being his size. And he became the youngest artist to have his work shown in the Museum of Paris. And his father said to him, Go, go to New York. That's where all the freaks are. And so he was sent there and he became part of the avant-garde 
sort of Greenwich Village theater scene. Sure. He became a character. He would wear a poncho and smoke cigarellos. And he based his new persona. Because he looked Hispanic. Yeah, well, and yeah. tiny. And based on his new persona on The Man With No Name, because he learned English watching Steve McQueen and Clint Eastwood movies. Oh, wow. And John Wayne. Right. Mm-hmm. As Hervé was telling me the story, I was thinking, there's so much more to him than this punchline of Deplane, Deplane from mm-hmm. Fantasy Island. He was a tremendously complex, contradictory, hilarious, wonderful person. He was the most original person I think I'd ever met. So wow. I promised him, one day I will tell your story, Hervé. He returned to London with 12 hours worth of cassette tapes. About a week later, on Sunday, December 4th, Hervé's real-life girlfriend called to tell him Hervé has taken his life. Oh, he died by suicide. He I died by suicide. That. He said, I got incredibly later. Wow. emotional. I started listening back to the tapes and I realized that he knew he was going to do it. For some random reason, he just grabbed onto whatever journalist passed by and he poured his guts out to me literally in the final week of his life. Oh, He'd Lori. entrusted me with his story and I was his suicide note. So oh taking my word. His, I have oh I know word. isn't this incredible yeah. taking his promise seriously Sergey the 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 reporter and then yeah. now the writer of this movie on HBO um he did this amazing story about this complex person in the Hollywood machine that they just dismissed, kind of put him as a punch, yeah, you know, line or a sight gag mm-hmm. if you will. So when the paper watered down his draft uh, Sergey decided to tell his story, in, and he wrote a 34-page screenplay about his evening with the actor. Really? And because Back, of the okay. subject matter, Hollywood wasn't introduced sure. in producing it. They were like, oh, the suicidal small person movie is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but after he attended the UCLA film school, the script did lead to a meeting with Steven Spielberg, who hired Sergey to write um, the screenplay for The Terminal a movie Spielberg did. Mm-hmm. And after seeing Peter Dinklage in The Station Agent and on stage in Richard III, Sergei became convinced that Peter Dinklage was the only actor who could play the part. And he shared it with Peter Dinklage about 15 years ago, and the actor agreed to star with him, and it became their joint passion project 15 years ago. Wow. But they couldn't get it made. Right. But because Go- Game of, of Game of Thrones, Thrones currency, right. they finally got to make the movie and the filmmaking process was strange for Sergey because he insisted the final scenes be inside the Universal Sheraton, the actual hotel where Sergey and Hervé Villachez had their last meeting. Right. He said, I'm looking at my two actors, one portraying a version of me, which is Jamie Dornan, and the other one, Peter Dinklage playing Hervé. And the film is slightly, uh, you know, made a little bit more dramatic. They spend one raucous evening together. In reality, they spent three right. evenings together. But he insists the final 30 minutes of the movie, including the goodbye between the reporter and Hervé, play out just as they did in real life. He says he tugged at my sleeves and he pulled me down. So our faces were side by side and he looked me in the eye and he said, tell them I regret nothing. And he had tears in his eyes. And, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Wow. People, People love this. It's on HBO. And wow. it was that story on, um, you know, um, 
that was in people that just sort of, I was like, yeah, what did happen to him? Let me see and, the picture that drew, drew you in. Yeah, wow. You know, and um, he was married you twice. You just remembered the plane boss with yeah. Ricardo Maltaban. Yeah, right, and I right. apparently Village has suffered from depression. Yeah, he alcoholism. gave into womanizing and partying. He was overcompensating for things he hadn't had earlier. And at the end of his life, he was in so much agony for medical issues related to his dwarfism mm-hmm. and mourning everything that he lost. He had fan mail from the 80s and he'd cross out the date and write 1993 on it and say, see, they still love me. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He just burned so brightly and I'm so glad I finally got to tell the story. Wow. So that's from Sergey, the filmmaker. Oh, so, I cannot wait to see this and now. And people complained about Dinklage playing him because they thought Harvey Villachez was Asian. Oh, well, oh, yes, no. because of the eyes, around the eyes. Yes, well, his yeah. dwarfism gave him a unique face. Yeah. He said, yeah. and Peter Dinklage said, I knew I wouldn't look just like him, but I knew I could get his voice just right. Right. And apparently he does. So. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's a tragic, beautiful yeah, only true story. When he mm. died. Yeah, it's yeah. on HBO. It's called My Dinner with Hervé. Well, I'm so glad to know that story, Lorraine. All right, listen, we come back. We got some of our favorite headlines of the day. Mama said Thanks for hanging out with us. I think our favorite headline is the post that Donnie did, the sexiest celebrity backs. Yes. Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) word. Backs can be sexy. They they can can. be sexy. No kidding. No, but Kim Kardashian, you know, at the share thing, she kind of suffered a little uh, wardrobe malfunction. Yes, she did. Uh, She kind of wore basically a dress that looked like a scarf that had been wrapped around her. That's hard to wear. It really is, especially Uh when you've uh, got, you know, a... I mean, her back picture, the butt is so far back. I know. Yeah. Like yeah. a shelf. It is like a shelf. But anyway, <laughs> that's kind of our favorite headline uh, today. And um, what? also the Duchess Kate wore honest to God trousers and a blazer for a trip to Cyprus. And we posted the photo. And, and we just know the blazer and the pants are sold out. Of Ab- course. Of course. Absolutely. Yes. And I love that Megan paved the way for her. Do you think so? Oh, totally, Lori. Yeah, and I guess uh, the night before that, they both were out at separate royal events, and uh, Kate got to wear her ribbon that the queen finally gave her after seven years of marriage, (laughs) and Princess (laughs) Diana's favorite tiara. You know? Oh, I love that. Yeah, so, I love that. So, and then then I did because you know George H W or forty one that has been trending all day on Twitter. I did finally see where Prince Charles was. He was. How far back, Lori? Well, not that far back. Maybe the fourth row, but you just couldn't really see past mm-hmm. the first three rows. Right, right. That was a big church. Oh, it's huge. Episcopalian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was huge. Yeah. All right, so Marvelous Miss Maisel, is it starting tonight? Starts tonight. Okay, back so on here's, Amazon. here's a couple things about her, about her best life. And this is from the December Oprah Magazine. 
And her best advice, she says... Is, is this be, Rachel Brosnan? Yeah, Bra- yeah thank you. Um, is be kind to everyone because it costs you nothing and takes you far. Well, That's something my dad instilled in me. Very good. Yeah. Be- best, and remember her aunt was Kate Spade. Yes. And she says her best surprise, being cast as Midge Maisel. I was so excited about the possibility of playing this character, but I didn't think it would go my way since I'd never done comedy. Um, and then she goes, not to mention that a few hours before hearing the news, I learned I didn't get a different role because I wasn't funny enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's ironic. Yeah, okay. Um, she says, best mistake, moving to Los Angeles after college. I was told I could be an actor in New York, but that I'd have to be in L.A. to make a living. Oh, jeez. It didn't take long for me to recognize that it wasn't my place. I felt pressure to be someone I wasn't. That experience made me realize New York was really my home. And I came back eight months later and was unapologetic about being who I wanted to be. She's so perfect in that she role. Is. Yeah. Best guilty pleasure, Survivor. I've seen <laughs> all 36 past oh seasons. Yeah, she enjoyed my dad in that one. And a lot of other people. Oh, yeah, that show is still, it I, brings I, in the ratings. It does. Uh-huh. She I mean, also was very good in the first three seasons of House of Cards. She played a character well, named Rachel. Right. Oh, yes, she was very good in that in that series. You know, I never went back to that show. I, I know the you second didn't. season. I watched three. I, th- I just no. Ne- wait, when did the gal, the main character, get offed? Oh, uh, that's when that I quit. Was, that was early the, on. That was the, that's when I quit. Yeah. Of the second season, yeah. I think. And, the, and then I was yeah. Tamara. Because I was yes, me Kate so Mara. bad that she Kate was Mara. gone. She was yeah. so good. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, she's my favorite character. I'm done with you. I'm done. But right. this and this, and this is a book I was looking at is forgiving to some people. And you guys have probably heard about it. Um, best book. We're back to Rachel Branson. You know? uh-huh. um, Sapiens by Yuval Noah. Harari, have you guys heard of this? Sapiens? No. Yes, no. it's all over the internet. It's a brief history of humankind. It's this guy, it's it's supposed to be just absolutely yeah. wonderful, and I was going to give it to my boys. Um, reading it felt like going back to school, if school wasn't included, everything you, you wanted to learn. It's a brief history of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh. called Sapiens. Okay. And this guy is a brilliant um, professor and writer. It's it's. I've read some excerpts read about some, it, okay. and this book has been everywhere. It's not a book for our show. It's more of a, yeah, you know. Yeah. So anyway, there's our little Rachel. The internet's going crazy because um, Cardi B, to get people to stop talking about her husband's side chicks that he wants to have threesomes with, released a photo of her baby culture. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Is she so cute? Well, of course. I mean, she's a baby. She's like a five-month-old baby. They're just totally adorable at that age with the little bow. But yeah, she had to uh, drag away some attention from her husband's wandering wiener, kind of sick of it. And she's like, yeah, let's drop a picture of culture. Wow. Well, that's good, you know. Well, that'll do it. I know, she really is so cute. Well, you know who else dropped it? There's a picture on page six. We actually tweeted at Lori Julia. Yeah. It's, we've never seen Bradley Cooper's daughter's face. And it's Bradley Cooper holding his daughter and her piercing blue eyes, because he has those piercing yeah. blue eyes. Mm-hmm. That is like a beautiful picture. What's, what's her name? We don't know. We don't know. Baby. I'm kind of surprised they published the photo, a paparazzi photo of the little girl's face, because I thought in California they weren't doing that. I would agree with you. I know. Uh, How about John Gosling getting sole custody of the son who was sent away? Stop. And Kate didn't even show up at the court date. Which son was this? There was a son. Was was he part of the eight? Yes. Or the six tuplets or whatever they had? He had, um, I don't know what kind of problems that he had, or right. I don't know if they were behavioral or whatever, but 
Um, yeah, they had a court date, and he, I guess he's been living with John. And so at some point, we just stopped covering the handful of reality yeah. stars no. whose lives got no, so no. messy. No, do you remember? I'll never forget. When they were first on the cover of People, John and Kate plus eight, oh, and, we were and the girl, the bonus daughter, my niece, was watching that show and in love with them. And you're like, they're taking these reality stars yeah. are taking over our covers. Yeah. I've had it. What is yeah. wrong? And then they all came in. Yeah. So you were so funny. I know. Donna, you remember her? Uh-huh. Yeah. She was going crazy over the Goslings. Anyway, so he ruined a brand. Yeah. He ruined Ed Hardy. Yeah. He one-handedly ruined this really cool artsy okay, fartsy brand. Kate was the one who was the type A. Ugh. Oh yeah, she was, she was horrible with the bodyguard and oh, everything, and gosh. she lost the weight, gained the weight, lost the weight. One of the fourteen-year-old twins also lives with John. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, so I mean, that just got. Remember messy. when she tried to be on the View on the View and tried out for it, but she, and she just. She was terrible. She couldn't fake yeah. a personality. No, she couldn't. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was Another terrible. one. Oh good. my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a that was a that was a blast from the past, Lori. It really was. Now, Gracie and Frankie, the show that you and I neither of us watch. Yeah. It's getting its seasons five premiere. Good. My date. mom will be very happy. January and one 18th. of these days, I'm going to get her on to doing it. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Well, I don't know why we don't watch it. I don't know, but did we say that Emily Blunt is announcing the Golden Globes tomorrow? She's one of the. Yay. Yeah. I'm excited to hear who they're going to nominate. Well, yeah, because it's an indicator for the Screen Actors yes. Guild Awards, possibly, although they always have the more movie categories because they do the, the musical and comedy musical category. And comedy, yeah. 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 And then how about Katy Perry spending $50,000 to go on a date with Orlando Bloom? She got in a bidding war at a thing, you know, where they put up a celebrity and this other woman wanted to go on the date with him and Katy, and they kept going back and forth and back and forth. It's for charity. I know, I know. That's a fun thing for charity when you raise the number that high. I couldn't, Katie. She have let, let the, the other girl. lady have the date. Damn it! Maybe she was too cute, and Katie didn't. She was <gasps> a little worried about it. Yeah, that's what I would that's think. That's a reputation. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. If you can come out to Hammer next tomorrow, we'd love to see you. Yes, we would. Uh, it's on. Uh, that's in St. Paul's, so you can on Rice Street. On Rice Street. I so know. We'll see y'all there tomorrow, or see you on the radio. Job done. Off you go.